Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome back to Emerald City Hockey's Post Game Live, back in the regular studio presented by Queen Anne Beer Hall. Um, before I get started on anything, I know we just had a fantastic overtime win. Berkey back on the board. Everything's fantastic. Between Berkey scoring and winning the game and me starting this stream, my house lost power for a moment. Um, so if the stream goes dead, it means I lost power again. So hopefully, fingers crossed, it was just a, a little thing. Uh, we have like a freak storm that was not forecast at all, like blowing through right now, rain, wind, the whole the whole works. Uh, so hopefully everything stays stays working and good. But I just wanted to throw that out there. So if anything happens, y'all know what was up. Um, back to the Kraken, though. Fantastic win for the Kraken. Much needed win for them after those kind of last two games were... I mean, they weren't great performances from the Kraken. They were obviously tired from that long road trip and the effort that they, you know, used uh, to get that historic, you know, 7 nothing sweep uh, during it. But the Kraken right back at it today. I mean, heavy on the forecheck, massive amount of pressure, the shot advantage in this one. I mean, they just all three periods were pouring it on New Jersey. They had no answer really for it. Um I mean, it was it was a group effort too. Defensemen were sending pucks. Obviously, the depth again playing a big role for this team. And then three on three, getting it done. Andre Burakovsky, let's go! Finally waking up, uh, making up for some you know some rough mistakes earlier on in the game from him, but uh, able to get that game winning goal. So uh, it was this was this was like I said, it was kind of much needed for the Kraken. I'm really glad they were able to pull this one off, get back in the win column especially given how things went, right? I mean, this is a team that has this year done really well as far as response goals go, right? It's not like the the kind of what we were used to from season one, where it was anytime we got a goal, we had to hold our breath for two minutes expecting another team to score. No, we got it done this time, uh, picked up a couple of response goals of our own in this one, and then obviously that game winner in overtime. Kicking things off here uh, with, Gregory with the super chat, Lemon Lime Gatorade time. First place, baby. Don Father had a great game. I mean, lots to lots to handle there. Yes, Vegas losing. We win in first place for the division. Let's go. I mean, it's just fantastic. We've been we've been looking forward to this all season long. Able to make it happen tonight. And then, yes, Ryan Donato. Like, oh my gosh, what a game. I know he wasn't able to get the first career hat trick, but like those two goals, lasers, laser beams. I mean, these things were top shelf, pure straight laser beams. And I mean, it was just what they needed, especially because Kenzie Blackwood was playing a fantastic game. He was unbeatable through that first period when the Kraken were doing everything possible to, to get there to get it going and he was just there and he was blocking everything certainly everything down low was out of the question tonight with him uh, or at least up until the end there and uh, Ryan Donato was the guy who was able to make that adjustment go hive glove side I loved that line with him Winberg and McCann I thought that line all night was cooking they were feeling it particularly him and McCann just out there flying together. Oh man, it was it was fantastic. And then the, the obviously the goals, and then not just the goals, but the big time primary assist to get the puck somehow squeeze that puck under the New Jersey defenseman, get it over to um, Brandon Tanev, who's able to bury it, and with the yawning cage there to to get that kind of go ahead goal 
for them again with the with the three um to give them three on the night like that was oh oh Ryan Donato has to be first star gotta gotta think well I mean maybe maybe Burakovsky gets the gets the hat tonight the Davy Jones hat what do you all think let me know in the comment section but uh I mean Ryan Donato just fantastic night uh you know, lots of stuff, Discord, Twitter, forever home. Like, let's let's make it happen, right? Like, we need to do this, especially after a night like tonight. Uh, Jules with the super chat here. Kings are getting destroyed by Dallas. Let's go. Exactly. That game is it looks brutal um, for the Kings. Not that I'm not that I'm feeling bad for them. And Sergeant Pickles with the super chat as well. Kraken have officially retaken the Cryptid Cup. That is right. We have beat the Jersey Devil. We are. Uh, the NHL uh, kings, if you will, of um, uh, the the cryptid kings of the NHL it is it is fantastic. Um, oh man, <sighs> I'm telling you, I'm just coming down off the emotions of the emotions of getting the overtime win, and then the emotion of losing power and thinking I couldn't do the post game stream. <laughs> it was it was a lot, and I'm breathing now. Okay. <laughs> uh and and just being home being being back here in uh in in the main setup uh starting back up at the top of chat coop yeehaw let's go definitely deserve to win but you don't always get what you deserve that is right i mean the kraken in this one solidly outplayed new jersey they were generating the majority of chances obviously you're up um by 10 in the shot uh the the shots on goal meter but also like expected expected goals i was in the middle of pulling up money puck here um I mean, all night, certainly through that first period, it was definitely, it was two to one in favor of, of the Kraken. I got to think things kind of stayed somewhat close to that. Although actually no, New Jersey really late there, able to pile on some really good chances that, that drove their expected goals all the way up and actually just past the Kraken, which is interesting. Um, again, it's, kind of subjective on money pucks end, so I don't know what we'll, we'll, we'll totally make of that, but it's, um, Oh man, there's just lots of stuff. Super chat here from Edward. First place ECH dance party. Let's groove tonight. Absolutely, Edward. I mean, it this is this is so cool. Let me confirm how many games in hand the Kraken have on Vegas after today. Hopefully the standings are done to reflect this. And yes, I mean everybody right now, pull up, pull up your NHL app. Go to their website if you can to keep the stream open. But if you can, go and just look as the Seattle Kraken have that one next to them atop the Pacific Division for the first. I mean, this is the first time, right? I think so. And uh, oh, man, it is fantastic. Still got a game in hand on Vegas. Yes, we're tied in the points, but we got that higher point percentage. I mean, this is this is big. And that's where, you know, even if we were feeling like, all right, they get that, you, you know, New Jersey, it's sending it to overtime. We got to, you know, we got to deal with that kind of situation. Okay. At least we got a point. I mean, that, that helps. We'd be making up ground on Vegas still, right. Cause they get that loss in Detroit today, but this is, this is the big time. This is the stuff, right? We got the, the better goal differential as you look across the board. I mean, everything for Seattle right now is just absolutely moving. And, and if you look at things from a, an overall, just kind of straight up wins losses record, I mean, Seattle, 11 9 and 2 at home now after this one so kind of like 500 as far as people being able to leave after a win or a loss so we get that brought back up i mean everything about this is is fantastic that 8 and 2 last 10 games i mean all of it 
is beautiful to look at. This screen, I just want, I'm just going to take a quick screenshot there. Bam, took a screenshot because it's fantastic. I'm going to want to remember this and that feeling because uh, it's been a long time coming. The Kraken have worked really, really hard for this one. And we are finally there, everybody. Krakenhawk, the devil went down to Seattle and lost. What a game. And just like that, we are tied with the team from the city filled with overpriced nightclubs for the division lead. This is fun. This is uh, this is like this is more than fun. Oh, man, it's so good. It is so good, everybody. Sean, I was so close to throwing the remote. I feel you, Sean. I mean, it was it was that way. And it was you kind of had that air about it. I don't know what it was like for, in the building. Anybody who was in the building could let us know. But it, it kind of had that feel all night of like, okay, you know, how just, just from the way Blackwood was playing at the beginning, when the Kraken are getting all those chances and they're not getting a goal and you just get that feeling of like, oh, this is bad. Like if we don't get rewarded soon, then like that first dip, right? New Jersey's going to take it back the other way and they're going to get a goal. And that didn't happen, but later on in the game it kind of did happen and so it was it was such a close game and and then obviously for the things to go down the way they did at the end there just that swing in emotions this is why we watch sports though because that swing in emotions is i mean it's unmatched that no, there's nothing else that that gives us that certainly isn't going to be able to provide that for us on a nearly nightly basis as we follow our team and that's, uh, to me, just what makes sports so spectacular. Hunter, that game shouldn't have been that close, but we will take it. I know. I know. The super chat down here from Seth. Second time this year, Poland, the goalie has worked against us. At least we still won. I know. And it wasn't even like, oh, we 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 kind of blew it towards the end because we were trying to force Donato the puck, right? I was, I was worried about that. But it, it, the team stayed focused. And they were like, no, we got to focus on the win. It's just the clears. Right. This has been a thing that has just been the thing that's driven our PK into the ground all season long is the Kraken's inability to clear the puck out of the zone when they need to. And on the PK, it really doesn't make sense because you can just ice that thing. It doesn't matter. There's no icing. Right. You got the penalty. But late in this one, again, there's there were several times Kraken had control of the puck in their own zone and could just they just could not get it out of the zone. It, it just completely stymied them and they were unable to do anything. And that to me is still the most worrying aspect of this team from a kind of defensive standpoint or forwards playing defensively or whatever you want to, you know, however you want to look at it. The Kraken have to figure out a way of, of getting out of the zone, whether it's skying the puck, whether it's being more comfortable trying to rim it around the glass and get it out. I know you can always risk a penalty doing that, but they got to, they got to practice and figure out some way of being able to get out of the zone in situations like that when they really need to, because otherwise, whenever you're playing, whether with, you know, at a man disadvantage, whether it's on the PK or in an empty net situation like tonight, you're going to lose when they have an extra person out there, they're going to be able to pass the puck around, wait for their opening because there's always going to be one because you're, you're down a man and, uh, and then pick you apart. And that's, that's kind of what we've seen continually happen to this team. So, that's, I still think, the big takeaway. The energy level was fantastic. All the sloppy play from the last two games was gone. Martin Jones looked good. The, the worries about burnout that myself and some others had before this one, not there. Martin Jones was fantastic. Uh, for me, the only thing the only thing that the team really kind of needs to take a look at and work on after this one is just that ability to get the puck out of the zone when they need to. All these years watching sports, and this team is going to be the death of me from CR, bud. Right? I mean, part of this is just hockey. Like, I don't know how many of you were hockey fans before the Seattle Kraken came in here, but 
this is kind of that unique thing about hockey, especially if you're in a building for a game like tonight. I mean, that is just an unmatched experience. No other sport is going to give it to you. The ability for both teams to kind of score so quickly and so back and forth and have the chances go so fast like that because, you know, Football's not going to give it to you. Baseball certainly can't with the whole half inning thing. And then basketball, yeah, there's back and forth play, but they're also scoring all the time. So, you know, the score is kind of, it's hard for them to kind of feel as important and big and almost spontaneous the way it does in hockey. And that's why, to me, hockey is just the best sport out there. Uh, but uh, I, I'm with you, CR, bud, this team. <laughs> this team, they, they got a chance uh, to really do that to us. Barbara, what a way to wake up, see the game-winning goal in first place, people. Oh, man, if only we could all be like Barbara. What an amazing way to start your day. Uh, I hope you have a fantastic day, Barbara. Thanks for joining us. Oh, man, this is this is crazy. Tammy, my Jersey guy getting the game winner. I forgive you for recent bad passes, Berkey. I know, right? It, including this one, it was a little rough at times from him. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it all is forgiven when you when you get that game winning goal. That's the bottom line, right? It's it's just that way. Oh, so happy Joey with the first place tie. This game was the best representation of a of a selling of a. Oh, gelling team, excuse me. Gelling team we have seen yet. The passing was lights out. Also, let's critique Berkey more often. Lol, it did magic. That is right. Uh, I guess we all just got to kind of get out there on, on Berkey a little bit and, and get him going. My guess is, though, now we've talked about this, RJ and I. Berkey's a streaky player. Fingers crossed. This is the start of something good from him here for a little bit. But, like... This is good. Shoeshine with the holy 70 plus shot shot attempts, Batman. Right? I mean, this the team was was on it on this one. You could tell they did not want losing those last two games to become a thing. And they knew they were gonna have to bring it, not just at home for the home fans and everything, but because you got New Jersey today, you got Colorado Saturday. You gotta step up for those two big games. And I and I, you know, credit to the coaching staff, credit to the team leadership for getting the team on it for this one right they had a good game plan but it, this was also just a total effort game from everybody all the way up and down that lineup to be able to get 70 plus shot attempts in a game like that against a good team like this isn't a bad team in new jersey that they're playing against to be able to do that is remarkable and for them to be able to do that coming off of the two games that they had, the fact that they have to still be mentally and physically fatigued. They've only had one day off from playing back-to-backs after a seven-game road trip, right? Like, I don't think that could be stressed enough for the performance and effort level that we saw from this team tonight. And um, it's it's just so great. And it, it it's the thing that kind of inspires me to say, like, okay, this team is for real. They're going to be hanging around up here at the top of the division for a while, right? They are, you know, even if new, even if Vegas is able to knock them off that pedestal, they are not going to go quietly. And, and that's something that, again, we can be proud of. We can be proud to be Seattle Kraken fans because of the effort that this team goes out there and plays with each and every single night for us. And it's so cool. Like that is such a special thing. It's one thing to, to like a good team, right? Like that's, that's something. But to but to go out there and 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 like a team that is good and delivers with games like this and it's guys up and down the lineup where on any given night a guy like Ryan Donato can come out and have a massive three point game where he is the difference maker and he's making his team go 
I mean, that is so cool. That is so special. Those kinds of things do not come around often. And I'm really, really happy that we all get to experience this together. See our bud with the super chat. Dylan, I was a hockey fan, just didn't have my own horse. That's the issue. That'll definitely do it. That extra little bit of investment, once you have your own team, it makes a big difference, right? You get that much more invested in it. Um, even, I mean, you know, the gambling can certainly do that. Uh, but there is something about it when you really care for the guys and and you get emotionally invested in it that 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 cranks that dial up to 11 that that makes nights like this this so much fun leanna stayed up way past my bedtime for this game well worth it we're number one absolutely great win against a great team tonight donato was brilliant he was indeed brian doing your jersey proud there uh sean dylan looks so lonely after the last few streams lol it hit me in the third period that i was gonna have to do this start this stream off alone and i was like wow it's really been a while because all those road trip games rj was here and then being up there of course oh all right sergeant pickle studs and duds donnie dropping deuces berkey ot winners the kraken are tied for first place studs I mean, easy list for you tonight, Sergeant Pickles there. Dud, some dude named Tater put our boys on roller skates. Shorties, or Tatar, uh, yeah, Tater, Tatar. Uh, shorties against are the absolute worst. They couldn't manage one single empty net clear. I'm telling you, the clears are the only thing. Like, that. that is the only thing that, like, if I'm Hackstall coming in tomorrow, I'm like, we got to talk about some stuff here, guys. Like, this is what we got to do here. And, um, and that's that's what we got to do. Uh, that's that's the only thing there. Uh, sorry, I was just getting. Uh, okay, there we go. Uh, I wanted to make sure I wasn't missing something uh, lower down. And then, um, so yeah, that's that's the only thing that is the clears. But they'll they'll get there. Uh, Tom's not delivery. It's Donato. I know. Becca with the super chat. Been hearing rumors the Kraken are shopping for a defender for postseason. What would we have to give up to acquire one? So, and this is certainly going to be something, um, not knowing how Justin Schultz is doing, this could be a thing. Although, round of applause for Kale Flurry tonight, picking up his uh, first ever career point. So that is fantastic. Love to see that. Uh, and then also for playing a really solid game. I think this is the best game I've ever seen Kale Flurry play. Obviously, I've seen all of his games as a Kraken, so it's definitely his best game as a Kraken. But I think this is probably his best NHL game overall. And I'm not even saying that because of the assist. Like, obviously, that was a fantastic job to clear that puck up the ice. But defensively, I mean, he was on it and he was relentless. He was not giving people time and space. He was just like all pure instinct at 100% speed, 0 to 60, see puck, hit puck, like, you know, see guy with puck, hit guy with puck. Like, that was just his mentality tonight, was to not give New Jersey anything. And that's the way you got to play a team like New Jersey that has a lot of high-skill guys, is you can't give them that time and space to be creative because they will just, you know, eat you alive if you get if you give them the opportunity so wanted to get that stuff out of the way sorry becky I'll, I'll, i actually answer your question here when it comes to picking up a defenseman they don't come cheap usually depending on who it is i mean jacob chikrin's like the biggest name out there but he's got term left on his contract and team control that's a situation that whoever's picking him up is going to be giving up several first rounders high prospects the the works for um, typically what you'll see trade deadline wise will be a rental defenseman. So someone on an expiring contract and depending on who that is, that could very well be a first round pick. Like that's kind of, 
you know, the market is a first round pick or a second round pick, right? That's what we've got for um, Geo last season, who was in a similar situation there. Um, I think Ron Francis was really kind of trying to hold out for a first round pick. Uh, Toronto was just not going to be able to do that. So ultimately it became that second rounder and complicated by wanting to get Geo to Toronto. That also kind of factored into to maybe what that was. But um I think that's what what it is, what what you're talking about is it's going to be either a first round pick or a second round pick. Could be a prospect, but Kraken are just not dealing from a place of strength as far as having a lot of prospects to give up. So um you know, the Kraken could could do a second round pick trade. If I'm remembering right, we've got three. Uh I'm gonna double check here. Where are you, Seattle? There we go. Yeah, so we have three second rounders. So if Ron Francis does want to, if there's an injury or, you know, the situation with Schultz continues the way it is or whatever they feel like, if the Kraken want to make something happen, you can probably get a, a you know, a good, good guy who can help you down the stretch and help you in the playoffs for a second round pick. Uh, Seattle has Seattle's second round pick, Toronto's second round pick, and then also uh, the Winnipeg Jets second round pick. So they're all going to be late seconds. I don't know if the team's going to be happy about that, but you know, you can, you can make something happen with that, or maybe a second this year, a third next year, something like that. You can probably work it out. Uh, let's see. Is this the first time on top of the Pacific? I'm pretty sure it is right. I mean, Vegas has been up there from the beginning. Uh, somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I really think so. Uh, Lindsay, from the bottom dwellers to the top of the Pacific Division, let's go. What a journey this past year has been. It absolutely has been. The year of the Kraken continues to not disappoint. Even though we're no longer undefeated in 2023, we have reached the top of the Pacific Division. And boy, what a sight to behold it is from up here, right? Oh, it's, it is so, so good. So, so good. Uh, Dunn, Dunn kept his streak going, set a nice screen to give Berkey a bit more space from Daniel. Yes, he did. I mean, Vince Dunn is just playing out of his mind right now. Uh, just so much good stuff from him. Uh, Kraken Spectator with the uh, super chat here. Uh, Kale, big hit, flurry. Absolutely. I mean, he was he was dishing it tonight. He was absolutely fantastic. Let me see how many hits he ended up with. How many they ended up crediting him with? With three. Three massive hits, one block shot from Kale Flurry, like I said, and then obviously picking up that first career point. Got to feel really good. I'm sure he'll get a nice call from his brother. Um, I think Tampa lost to Edmonton, also kind of, you know, didn't do us a, a total favor there, but uh, I'm sure he'll get a, a nice call from his brother congratulating him on that. I know they were talking a lot in the hallway after after that last one. Lots of, lots of love in here for... Uh, the Dunn streak continuing. See a, a comment from Jake there. Edward Berkey OT goal equals lights out for New Jersey as well as lights out for Dylan. Basically, I got to see one replay of it and then that was it. Lights, lights all gone. Um, I had my computer set up already to start the stream too, and that crashed. So then it was like the worry of the computer, make sure everything's okay. Oh, it was very, very, um, very roller coaster. A uh, couple moments there for me. Uh, let's see, Nathan, I'm donating any body part to any injured Kraken player that might be a little slower because of it, but they need it more than I do. Uh, they might be a little slower because of it, but they need it more. I, I'm telling you, just, you know, we're in first, we're playing really well, just trying to stay as healthy as possible now is, is kind of that next key as you start shifting focus a little bit 
Don't want to totally shift focus, right? There's still a lot of time left, but given the way the Kraken have been playing and, and kind of the, the good spot that they're in standings wise, you start, you know, starting to shift focus and thinking about things like that. Obviously you never want injuries, but now is really the time you, um, you, you want to make sure everybody's kind of staying healthy as you're getting past that mid season point and the games and the, the grind of it all starts adding up and the wear and tear on everybody's bodies. It's uh, this is the stuff that I just, I don't know how NHL players do it to be perfectly honest. Uh, just, just to play games like this. And as much as the Kraken have through all that situations, I mean, we are, we're almost there. They're going to get that nice little breather to start off next week before that big, big, big Vancouver game, that big Vancouver game that uh, I'm still, everybody got to, got to wear road jerseys. If you got them, white like let's try to bring that road energy to the that, that vancouver game maybe even the light blue we can do something like that you know I, I i think that'll be a lot of fun redemption for berkey from cody here in chat um let's see absurdly staying stars uh third star absurdly saying giving us the stars of the game here uh i'll read it better uh third star for martin jones second star for donato and berkey had first star that's interesting so then i hope donato gets the um gets the hat because i mean i i get it that was a big obviously game winning overtime goal from andre burakovsky but i mean ryan donato just absolutely incredible i think he had five shots on goal i'm sure he had close to if not more than 10 shot attempts plus three on the night i mean any the fact that all three of those cracking goals it or um during regulation time were all because of him Right, either scoring them or him getting the primary on that Tanev one, making that pass. I just think this this was Ryan Donato's night for sure. Uh, how's it going, Sarah? Happy to see you in here. Patrick heading to Queen Anne Beer Hall. Join me. I know anybody else going to, to going to the beer hall? Join Patrick. Hey, only place I think it was Gregory who said this. Only place uh, you'll be in where you're going to see people showing up with their with their babies as well as showing up with their dogs. I mean, like how amazing of a place is it? When you can go in, you can bring your kid, you can bring your dog. You're going to be able to see some kids, see some dogs as well as watch hockey, get the goal horn, get the, all the lights going, get to hear the game audio. I mean, Queen Anne Beer Hall brings it. It's, it's the total package. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> Ty talking about those all-star reverse retros. Take a trip back to 97 in the Shark Tank. Owen Nolan has two on the sheet. Streaking to the net uncontested, he points to the corner and dominates, ha dominates Hashik for the Hattie. 2023 all-star retros taking me back. I know that play very, very well, Ty. One of the all-time greats from an all-time great in Owen Nolan. What a better way to, to bring you in here, RJ. How's it going? Going great. Uh, this this was a fun game uh, to go to. It was great hearing from the players and and from Dave Haxtall. Uh, good atmosphere in the locker room. And uh, I can also tell you who got the Davy Jones hat too. Okay, let me know. I'm hoping because Berkey got first star. It's Ryan Donato because this was Ryan Donato's game. Right. So so Berkey did get first star. Um, I'm sorry, the Davy Jones hat did not go to Ryan Donato, but I think it went to someone just as deserving, and that is Kale Flurry. No, you're not having it? No. Okay. I gave, okay, I gave Kale Fleury before you came on lots of credit. I know he got the – I said even more important than the first career point was how strong he played. I said this was his best NHL game, not just with us, but like ever. 
Okay, I gave him lots of credit. Best NHL game is not good enough for for Davy Jones hat. No, because Ryan Donato went out there, broke through Blackwood when nobody else could, gets you two, and gets you the equalizer, uh, the go-ahead goal after New Jersey has brought has come back and equalized the game. He sets up that primary with that sweet dish under the Devils defender. I mean, come on. I again, I totally deserving. You've got a couple guys here who are maybe I'm just influenced a little bit from uh, the media availability with Kale Flurry because it was it was so fun talking to him. You could tell like his face; he was just glowing after the game that he had, uh, getting his first career assist. And um, I, I'm so glad I got. To, I love whenever I get to pull one of these stats out on a player, um, and and usually they're like, "Wow, I didn't know that," you know. And I said. It was over three years from your first career goal to your first career assist. Like, were you aware of that? And like, what's that journey been like? And he's like, yeah, I knew. And it was both against these guys too. So I didn't realize that. He won up to me on the stat that it was both against the New Jersey Devils. And he said, well, I, I guess that's my favorite team to play against. <laughs> yeah, what a player I mean, brings that kind of energy uh, to the postgame presser. Yeah, I just, I mean, that... It's 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 good stuff. He had a good game. I just don't think you'll you'll ever see nights like that from you know whenever you see games like that from a player like Donato tonight. And no, and I I understand five shots on goal, at least ten shot attempts. I mean, he was driving so much offense. Yeah. And and I will say Donato, I he certainly didn't seem bothered by the lack of the Davy Jones hat. I think you know he had other things on his mind tonight. He stopped his presser actually um, to to highlight and talk about. Um, uh, I guess a friend of his, the, the, his brother uh, is in junior high, uh, I guess died in a, in a car accident recently. And so he had him on his mind uh, tonight. And, and he said he felt him with him uh, in this game tonight. So I think, you know, more important things uh, on the mind for Ryan Donato tonight. That is awful. That is, yeah. aw- that is horrible. Well, definitely thoughts out to, to Donato and the family there. Jeez. Um wasn't expecting you to, to join us. Yeah, with sorry that. to drop that in there. <laughs> I, I just thought it just seemed important. <laughs> oh, all right. Let's let's see here. Go back to chat. Um, because yeah, that, that is rough. Um, Sergeant Pickles, my wife's first live NHL game of the season. I'm super jealous she got to see it. Uh yeah, but also, I mean, congrats. Uh, what a game to go to for first of the season. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh Yukim screaming in Swedish at Burakovsky every time he button hooked this game. Then he does it again in overtime and takes a stride forward, buries it. All is forgiven. Well, hey, it, it worked out in overtime. And uh, yeah, as Dave Haxtell said after the game, that puck had eyes. Yes, it did. Uh, if we had a star forward at the deadline, it means Geek Nato aren't playing. Don't think, uh, yeah, uh, it's more trade deadline stuff there. I mean, I loved. Who are you laughing at back there? Uh. Who's making faces over the camera? <laughs> a, a couple people who are free to step out here if they want to. All right. I, I hear the Friday the 13th music. Come on. Show your face. <laughs> all right. All right. We got there we got we go. our old friend Ryan Clark here who has appeared on Postgate before. And then we got Kate Shefty from the Seattle Times. If anyone wants to put anything for them in chat real I quick. I can't be here because you guys haven't signed through with Disney PR and I'm not joking. So I have to go now. All right. All right. Ask me weird stuff. I don't I'm care. not trying to get yelled at by Disney. All, all good. All good. So I cannot confirm whether that was or it was or was not in fact Ryan Clark. That could have been anybody. We're not, we're not, I mean, yeah, you know, it's just, it's just random YouTube stuff. Anybody could pick you up in the crowd, like, you know, on a YouTube stream. So it's just the way it is. Um, 
All right, let's see. Uh, the the only thing I want the Kraken to work on after this one, RJ, is clear the puck. Like, I don't understand. On PKs, empty nets, like, just, just get rid of the puck. Get it out of the zone. Come on. I know. I know. <laughs> Uh, getting getting clears when you have the opportunity was huge. And Dave Haxtell, for what it's worth, he did point that out after the game. He said, look, yeah. we, there were some pucks that we did not take care of, and those have a way of ending up in the back of your net. I think he clearly identified it as a problem. That's something I imagine they're going to go through uh, in the video after this one. Yeah, that's what I said. I said that's the only thing you got to go through after this one. <laughs> Everything else, pretty solid. You you got the offensive chances. You drove offense. You controlled the pace of play through most of it. And a little bit in the second there that uh, was an issue for them. But for the most part, everything was good. Daniel Kraken got so much better at three on three after we practiced it once. I think we need to practice five on six a little bit more. So agreements there in chat from Daniel. Still haven't lost to the Devils at home. 2-0-0 from Joey. That's right. I remember I remember last year. It's part of that yep. three game three game win streak there. Uh towards the end of the season. It was it was good. It was a fun time. Thank you, thank you to everyone in chat uh, for saying that you didn't see anything. Mm -hmm. And uh hello random dude who is definitely not Ryan Clark. Thanks for uh for uh for helping us out here. <laughs> yes. Don't uh, want the mouse getting upset. Yeah, that's the that's the that's the last thing we need to deal with, right? Um do you know how much money I've given them over the years? It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure you could just respond to their letter with that, and they'll 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 be fine with it. Yeah, uh, Daniel, I think we were good at faceoffs tonight. Every time I was paying attention, we won it. Well, how about this, everybody? We were 49%. So that's the sweet spot for the Kraken. You technically lost the battle, but you won enough of them that it, you know, you won the important ones. Yep. <laughs> that's that is perfect you can't do better than 49 percent. you can't no that's 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 literally perfect as far as we're concerned with the kraken uh andy colorado on a three-game heater they're getting healthy uh gonna be a very interesting game i'll be at the kraken versus avs game in denver well hope you have a good time at that one um but yeah i mean this game is going to be really interesting uh having colorado come in Kraken don't have to worry about trying to break out of a three game slump though, you know, for the, you know, risking that four losses in a row for the first time on the season, RJ, because they were able to get this one done. And I talked about it earlier, right? The, the fact that you were able to go after your seven game road trip, you got to play the back to backs and then only one day off before this game for them to come out with the energy level that they had all four lines, all three defensive pairs, Martin Jones, not looking burned out. Like many of us were worried about. I mean, that is something that is, I mean, resilience, gut, 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 guttiness. What's the word? There's a <laughs> word in there somewhere. Um, I mean, it's absolutely incredible. Where does this team find the energy and the strength to, to keep doing this RJ? I have no idea. And, and to be honest, I'm, I was kind of surprised about this. We were talking a little bit, you know, uh, when before we hit record on Red Glare about, you know, what we were thinking about this game. And I, I don't know that either of us really thought they were going to be able to find the energy because they haven't had that real break yet. It felt like they were trying to get to that three day break next week. And somehow, some way, this team finds that extra gear and finds that extra energy. And the great part was you could tell from the first few shifts, like, uh, you know, they, they were coming out with a, a lot of energy. They were, they were controlling the pace. And I don't know, it, it just kind of had this feel like they weren't going to go away, unlike the Oilers game where, you know, it felt like it was kind of teetering for a bit. Um, yeah, it, it's amazing what, they, what they've been able to do. And largely with the same lineup, yes, you have Kale Flurry coming in, 
but that's the one change. Otherwise it's pretty much the same guys coming right back. And I guess, you know, it speaks to their ability to just take that one day and get the most out of it from a rest perspective. Right. Oh, that's, that's for sure. I got, I think I'm, yeah, there we go. DJ Singleton with the super chat. How'd you feel about Alexiak Borgen? You know, I, I kind of liked it. I was okay with it. And, and it was interesting because the alternative, you know, I, what they did this morning in morning skate was Alexiak flurry where they just flew through flurry um, on that spot with, uh, you know, where Schultz was. But um, what I, what I liked is they kind of had a clear second and third D pair again. Mm-hmm. And it, I do think it shows the level of, of trust and, and kind of where Dave Haxtell sees his defenseman, particularly Carson Susie. Because right. that did leave Susie on what was a true third pair with Kale Flurry, and they got third pairing minutes. So I think it's also telling as far as you know where Dave Haxtell sees his defenseman. Yeah, I, I think that is that loud and clear, right? Me- message yeah. as far as that one, and then a lot of time with Larson and Flurry out there. I I've, I was trying, I was having a hard time seeing if they were just straight up shifting Larson with Flurry at times almost, or if it was all just kind of caught on changes but i'm like but they play the same side kind of so i don't uh, like i was confused how that was all breaking down um but uh yeah larson kind of uh your your guy leading the way as far as minutes go tonight hunter letting us know colorado's gonna be on the second half of a back-to-back on saturday so that's oh that'll be nice that's good news for, for and, once it feels like <laughs> i know right uh and then uh daniel dylan i know we didn't score on the power play tonight but did you like how they were moving the puck the bumper spot was actually touching the puck can you imagine that rj having somebody in the lower slot the best place in the world to score goals where the majority where you know where you have the highest percentage of scoring goals having somebody planted there and then giving them the puck it, it's it's amazing I, dylan are you sure we're not dreaming <laughs> i hope not i don't think the power would have gone out for me if we were dreaming i think that's, that's true that, <laughs> yeah that i couldn't, have, I, couldn't have my, my unconscious mind couldn't come up with something like that man when i got that text from you i was like oh no i was drafting the tweet to everyone like hang on power's out and then i get the text from you that it's working again i'm like yeah. oh, thank goodness i know so uh yeah i mean i i thought the the second unit power play in particular i was a big fan of tonight with this one uh the way like tolvanen dealing it making some really good cross ice passes but I thought just the puck movement from that second unit in particular, they talked about it on the broadcast. I'm pretty sure it was Edzo said, you know, it looked like they've been playing like that together for five years. Right. And it did. The chemistry was just completely there. That unit make them the first unit. Yeah, absolutely. And Dave Haxel has kind of shown his willingness to do this sort of thing on five at five on five with his forward lines, just play the hot hand and a little bit with the power play. But I mean, that's one of the benefits of having the two units that play a little bit differently. You can just kind of make them your first unit if you want to. Yeah, I mean, just go for it if you if you want. Um, Let's see here. So got uh, from uh, Sean, if I'm not mistaken, Yanni makes our sixth. 30 point player of the season so far i'm just gonna go confirm it but i mean that is it wouldn't totally surprise me yeah he does uh so six 30 point players already we're only 45 games into the season rj i mean i know we talk about the depth but anytime we can kind of you know quantify it that way i think it's important to to bring it up and there are so many ways to quantify this forward depth too. I mean, it's like number of, you know, unique goal and point scorers, number of, you know, like 10 plus goal scorers. I, I've seen it so many different ways. Um, and the Kraken just 
any way you want to stack it up, have forward depth that's at or near the top of the NHL. And you see it on a night to night basis. I was checking the ice time from the forward lines, like, you know, at the start of the third, because I was just curious where it was at. And you look at the Gord line is it has the most ice time. Beneers number two. And then, you know, you got the Wenberg line with Donato on it as the third most. It's it's just amazing how Haxtell can kind of change this up. And you look at Ryan Donato and it felt like he was playing extra tonight, just given, you know, how well he was playing. He finished with like 13 something minutes 13, of ice 40. time. Yeah, 1340 13, of ice time. It's just the balance there. And, and maybe that kind of thing, that helps keep the players fresh. We talked about, you know, the, the, how they deal with this long stretch of games and, and getting the stamina back. I mean, that probably helps. Oh, it ha- absolutely. I mean, I think that that's kind of been the secret. We have talked about that, the, the ability of, you know, if guys are tired and they're not feeling it or they're going to play sloppy, they're not going to get the minutes that night, right? Like that's just yep. not how Dave Haxtall rolls. And um, I, I think it's it's really good how, how he's been managing this. I think it's been really solid for them. And yeah, I loved that, that Wenberg line tonight. Because Wenberg, normal solid self, making good plays defensively. The puck just magically finds him whenever the other team has it. Like, he's just got that ability about him. But I thought Donato and McCann together felt really natural. Because they both are guys that like to play with kind of a speed and a tempo. They're they're north-south players, but they have a little bit of that kind of grind down low to them, you know, as well, especially Donato. And um, I just thought they matched up really, really well. And to give somebody like Wenberg both of those options on either side, I think that could be a really nice setup to hopefully kind of get him going offensively. Yeah, well, you're not alone in thinking that, too. And, and funny enough, Donato was actually asked about that after the game, the chemistry with McCann. And he pointed out, he said, we've got good chemistry on and off the ice. So I, I think they're buddies, too. We gave a little smile with that. So, um, you know, that, that kind of stuff works. It does. It really does. It really plays. When you're playing with friends, it, you just you have more fun. And when you have more fun, you just play better. It, it, this is, yeah. It's science, okay? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we were talking about like potential defensive ads at the deadline and stuff. Aaron letting us know that uh, Dumba healthy scratch tonight for Minnesota. So, yeah. And that's, that is a name to look at. Uh, it definitely requires more research on our part. I think we, I mentioned this to you a little bit earlier today. We're like, yeah, why is he a healthy scratch? But let's go back and see how he's been playing. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah. First time atop the Pacific division. Lots of good stuff about that. Andy asking if there's any update on Don Skoy. Nope. Well, it's been a, been a couple of weeks, but yeah. Yeah. We will tell you, we will be very loud, loudly tell everyone when there's an update on Don score. Yes. They'll be shouting it from the top of CPA. We'll get RJ up there in, in that little square and, and he can just <laughs> go to town with a bullhorn. Um, let's see. Uh, Borgen look good with extra ice time playing further up the lineup. I agree. Lots of love for Borgen tonight and his play for sure. Uh, let's see. Uh, some more potential stuff going on there. I still, I can't get over Donnie not getting a first star or the, the hat as everybody's I first, us know first who star got I it thought here it should have been for sure. The hat is up to who I forget which player had it last. That's it's been a while. We lost, we lost two games. That's why it's been was a it? While. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, 
Uh, Ty saying lots of reports saying Berkey had the yeet of the season so far. Oh, yes. He chucked it. I got it on video. I, I need to tweet okay, the thing. Good. It was the yeet of the season. He sent that thing almost into the second deck. Like, there was no hesitation. I'm glad someone brought that up. Um, and and what, a, what a day this was for Berkey. And I'll, <laughs> I got to talk about this with him scoring the OT winner. Yeah. So I was there at Morning Skate. And he just looked off. Something was wrong with him. I don't know what, but he was hunched over a lot. He was talking to a trainer. He, the, when it came time for the team stretch, he kind of stretched away from the team. Like he kind of mm. threw a stick halfway through. Like something was up with him. I don't know what. I don't want to speculate about what. But he clearly, you know, wasn't having the best morning. And mm -hmm. I, as soon as he scores that winner, I'm like, of course, it's Berkey. He scores the overtime winner uh, after that morning skate. So I just thought that was funny. And then, yeah, I mean, you could tell he was feeling it afterwards. Chucking that fish as far as anybody has. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's cool. I can't wait to see the video of it. Uh, DJ Singleton, I would like to personally thank Vince Dunn for carrying my fantasy team as all of my goalies get rested. <laughs> I mean, the I, we haven't made too big a deal about the streak and everything with Vince Dunn. Like we, we talked about it a little bit last post game, but like, this is, this is pretty legit stuff here from, from him. And again, I you know it's, is it contract year, you know, magic, or is this <laughs> just, Hey, he it's, he's 26 and that's not an unusual time for a defenseman to kind of finally have enough experience at the NHL to put, you know, both offense and defense and, and just get that whole package coming together. Yeah, this is something we have seen before, you know, from a player around that age that kind of puts it all together, especially playing with the same D partner over a long period of time. Um, you know, I, I think you, you look at where Adam Larson is now versus, you know, back when he was 26, 25 or 26, you know, he's matured a lot as a player since then. And I think the same could be true for, you know, for his D partner, Vince Dunn. Um, but yeah, I mean, you, you always worry about the contract here stuff, but the way he's playing right now is is legit. He's the top of his, he's at the top of his game. Um, you know, anyone who follows us on Twitter, like if you haven't seen already, go back and look at that zone exit that I posted the video of that led to a bunch of cracking chances. The way that he uses that skating move to evade the first devil's defender and safely gets the puck out to his teammate while taking a hit from the second one. It's, it's stuff like that thinking through the game so quickly um, that makes a big difference. So I, Vince Dunn is playing out of his mind right now. No, he, he is. It's it's all there. The offense is definitely there, as the point streak says. But, yeah. I mean, really, all season long, we've been talking about the defense that he's had yeah. outside that that little window at the very beginning of the year, right, where there was some, some rough stuff from him. But ever since then, I mean, it has just been nothing but uh, praise for Vince Dunn. Shame couldn't get into the All-Star game. I know, very, I know. Hey, the, hey, hey, look on, check on the Twitter trends. The voting was rigged, apparently, is what I'm seeing. <laughs> Not well, really, but well. everyone said it's just it's funny to see that trending. And then absurdly saying Striatic isn't here. I guess it's up to me to say Dunn is good, actually. Yes, exactly. They're very, very good. Yeah. And I, real quick know. on the oh, go ahead. Go no, go for it. On the yeet, since we were just on it, Harley with the Ber Berkey yeeting, love it. And then CR Bud, Berkey was smart. He didn't get too close to the glass. And that is really smart. It gets the angle away. And speaking of, Martin Jones, actually, on his attempted yeet, it hit the glass and just fell right back down. So he had to go pick it up and put it over again. Yeah. Uh, Daniel letting us know Everly was the last with the David Jones hat for uh, winning that oh, yeah. game. So there we go. Uh, let's see. Uh, Shushine, first star going to the OT winner is pretty standard. Hat should go to the player that needs a boost, that did a good thing, not the player with the best stats of the game. This has been my TED Talk. 
it's it's certainly legitimate and you know a lot of times i would i would totally agree it's just like i said i don't know there's on some nights it just feels like it's that guy's day you know they're playing with yeah. that extra step he's got that extra zip on the puck i mean he was able to place it perfectly both times like that like you know you just feel like okay the universe is i'm sure he was penciled through. in as first star yeah. until, until the end i know uh let's see i like what was this one uh dan the way this team plays absolutely reflects positively on hack plus the way they play is suited for the playoffs i'm optimistic that hack can lead this team deep in the playoffs i am too i mean i think the the style of hockey they were playing i was gonna say if there wasn't a big physical element to this one but otherwise it had the pace and energy and tempo and kind of constant desperation from both teams of a playoff mm -hmm. game really start to finish yeah, it really did. And and one thing that Dave Haxtell pointed out, too, was he was really proud of the way his team responded, uh, you know, with that desperation, especially after giving up the shorthanded goal, because that mm -hmm. can be a killer, as he said, <laughs> at that time in a game uh, where you give up a shorthanded goal to tie it, uh, that, that can be a killer for a lot of teams. And they stuck with it. This is one thing that is really important, especially over the course of a seven game series, like you're going to face in the playoffs is that mental resiliency um, and, and playing the right way, like the Kraken do. Uh, this is a team that never gives up. And I mean, they're just going to be a tough out. I mean, that, I keep thinking about that, this, about that team. Like how do you take them out over a seven game series? They, they are not going to ever go away. Right. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're talking about at that point, a seven game series. Right, not not best of seven, like you're sorry, talking yeah, yeah. seven sorry, games. Best, yeah, yeah, yeah. And but <laughs> but that is true. Like I, I legit feel that about this team. We talked about having the six players at thirty points, right? Uh, Ryan Donato with his performance tonight gets up to ten goals. So you've got seven ten goal scorers. You got Tanev and Vince Dunn there at nine. Wenberg at eight. I mean, this is a team, and Bjorkstrand who's played like he should have at least fifteen. So oh. you know what I mean. It, 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 like that's the kind of stuff too when you start talking about double digit goal scores approaching double digits and we're talking about that halfway through the season i mean that's that's again you're talking about depth that few teams can match and oh by the way it's not like these guys are bad defensively either right talking about wenberg and all the stuff he does i mean my heart skips a beat every time i see maddie beneers cover for one of his defensemen as they dip below the goal line and he's just standing there and he's you know practically in the crease with the goaltender uh i i love to see that but you know the forwards George, you know ebbs knows how to play defense and back check tanev and what he's able to do in, in situations especially on the pk i mean all of these guys they are committed to it they're committed to the 200 foot game and it, that's the stuff that the teams that do that we know rj those are the teams that don't kind of get you know at least take it out by fluke you know oh this team went on a pdo bender for four games in the first round you know what i mean yeah exactly i mean and that you do see a lot of those teams kind of flaming out in the playoffs but the, the kraken are not built like that Exactly. And, and that's that's kind of the good thing about it and, and what I really like to see. Uh, I mentioned before, Martin Jones didn't see the burnout that we were afraid of. Uh, I know I certainly I was kind of getting that feeling and I was I was going to I was like all ready to be a little critical of Hackstall about that. Uh, I know we talked earlier about it, but Martin Jones looked really, really solid in this one. He did. And I've just solid calm you know efficient in his movements it's all the things that, that you see when he's on his game and as much as the kraken spent a lot of time in the devil zone in the first 
the, at times when they were in their own zone, Jones had to make some pretty good saves. Uh, and uh, he was up to the task and just allowing the Kraken to kind of settle in. And by the time Donato scored that first goal, the Kraken had already had a lot of chances in that game. And if Martin Jones lets one in through that point, it can be a very different game as you don't get rewarded as you're playing so well. And all of a sudden you're, you're down on the scoreboard, but uh, Jones absolutely did his part in this one. I, he really did. I thought um, everything was, everything was on point from him tonight. Uh, just like kind of no notes. He was solid. He was making the saves uh, that he needed to make. He made a couple that, you know, really helped out on top of that, uh, that were, that were some really nice saves. And then, uh, yeah, just picking up another W. It's just that's it's, what he does. Oh, I forgot. I had that tweet ready to go. I'll send it after this. But uh, Martin Jones with this win actually ties Philip Grubauer for number for number one uh, in Kraken franchise history. So, um, yeah, with 22 career wins. So now they're tied for the, the winningest goaltender in Kraken history. Funny you should bring up tying wins and stuff as Pablo's in here letting us know this is Kraken's 27th win matching the 27 wins they had all of last season. We are all here, of last season. We are here on January 19th. 19th. <laughs> Can you believe Four, that, Dylan? 40, 45 games into the season. No, I, I mean, I can because we've gone through this. And one of the nice things about this job and, and covering hockey or following hockey is because it's very day by day, you, you live very in the present. You know what I mean? And so it does help you kind of like get that that feeling. But even so, when you look back on, on things such as that, you just go, wow. You know, like you can't help but, uh, but have a moment. Yeah, I mean, this was the amount of wins spread over all of last season that we had to to do post games for. This is amazing. Yeah, uh, and I like your sorry. I like your live in the moment comment, and it definitely applies. I just remember Dave Haxtell after the game because he was ta- they were talking about the overtime results getting better since they had practiced that after the Winnipeg game, and he said, "I don't remember back that far." <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, I mean, sure, sure, maybe, but I don't remember back that far." Well, you can't, right? I mean, if you're if you're a coach or if you're a player right now, right? I mean, if you're if you're Dave Haxtall, this game ends. You're already thinking about Colorado. Yeah, it's. it's I mean, true. that's it's just the realities of it. With how fast paced the schedule is, that's that's all you can afford to do. You're thinking, are we practicing tomorrow? What are we practicing at practice tomorrow? Even if we're not practicing tomorrow, what am I working on with the video coaches to get out to the players tomorrow so that we can focus on <laughs> Colorado, right? Like that's, that's, that has to be your train of thought. And that's, and yep. that's just the way it is uh, when you're, when you're playing like this, you don't get the luxuries of say the NFL where you get, you know, all right, tomorrow, Monday, we're off and start look, you know, getting back to work and we'll have a good four or five days of practice leading up to, to facing that next team. It's like, no, we got uh, one day. So, <laughs> and by the, you know what I mean? And it's just like, all right, that's, that's the way it is. So you always got to be, be living in the moment and looking ahead. Uh, Ty, I like to see Toronto in the first round, lol. I think everybody. As an opponent? <laughs> yes. Just making the joke. It's just a shot at Toronto, RJ. Appreciate gotcha. the shot I'm not, I'm not questioning it. <laughs> I'm like, who wouldn't? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, DJ Singletone, put Martin Jones's jersey in the rafters is what you're saying, correct? Right, right there, right there, right there. there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Edward, so could we officially say season two is not a sophomore slump for the Kraken? Yes, we definitely could say that, Edward. Yep. For sure. Yeah, they, they will not get worse. <laughs> 
No, they're, they're definitely not going backwards. I mean, what's going to be crazy is at this rate, Martin Jones has the chance to match that 27 win mark. Yeah, he really does. Just like, like that's that will be the thing. Like, why if we have one goaltender reach the same get more wins than the whole team, team did last did season, the yeah. previous season, that's going to be the big one there. Uh, Daniel, we continue to play well. The first time we play a team from the East this year, it's like they don't take us seriously until they play us. I think that there is something to that, or it's not necessarily that they don't take us seriously. Maybe that happens earlier on in the season. It's more so you're not game planning. You're not paying attention to them as much. You're not watching them. You don't like kind of have instant recall of, Oh, Seattle, they play this way. This is how they forecheck. This is how they like to defend. This is what their goaltender is good at and what he's not good at. Like you have that for certainly all the teams in your division and usually the teams in your conference, but for a team that you only have to play twice out of your 82 game season, you're not kind of, wasting brain power and space no. storing all of that information yeah i mean you kind of go into it as much more of a feeling out process you know during the game than you would uh with a team in your conference and i i think that probably is the case but um you know if the, i don't know when the kraken play the devils next or do they already go to new jersey what happened with no, that? i think that's part of that next road trip okay but when thing. that happens i i do think the devils will will kind of remember this one a little bit more because it'll be more in recent memory Right. Now, uh, two, I don't remember who said it, but somebody asked if you were going to call cover the uh, skills competition up there. Oh, yes. The skills showcase. Uh, yes, I will definitely be covering that. I will be right here, uh, you know, giving you all uh, the, the best inside look I can of the skills uh, skills showcase. It's going to be really fun. Uh, one of the best moments of, of all of last season. So um, I'm sure they got some cool stuff. A plan for this one i think it was ty who also put, uh, pointed out like yeah rj basically lives there um yes. yeah no I've, I've got my got my bed over there somewhere just out of frame yes uh good night pablo there and uh, uh ty also wondering if you're too young to remember the owen nolan 97 all-star game too too young to remember it live i was born in 95 so a little bit but uh, i have definitely seen all the all the highlight films and everything growing up a sharks fan that was uh, something that was on repeat quite a bit Yes, definitely, definitely. Uh, I gotta. I'll I'll pull out pictures and I'll send them to you, Ty, or I'll put them up on on uh, Twitter. But I had an Owen Nolan T-shirt when I gr grew up up there that I wore to death. Like I got it when it was too big for me, and then I wore it until it was probably too small for me. And uh, he was he was my guy on the Sharks up there. '97 was the year we moved up there, actually. So. Um, just, just throw that one out there. Uh, let's see. CR Bud looked like Dougie Hamilton watched the film when he was caught between Canner and and Dunner, uh, Donato there. <laughs> yeah, I mean he he. I mean he played it the way we all would have played it, right? I'm in his shoes. I play that too. I take away the passing lane and I say, "All right, goalie, you've got this." And you know, and the, and in that situation, the goalie too is basically telling Donato, "Like here's here's a space this wide. If you could pick the." You know, you can fit it through there. Good for you, and you know, good for Donato. Yeah, that's how you've been told to play it since you were five. If you're if you're a hockey player, take yeah. away the pass. Yep, uh, Jake. I like Borgen's play tonight. Physical but disciplined, except for his slashing penalty. <laughs> hey, he took the other guy with him. That's that's all that matters. That's all that matters. A lot of four on four hockey tonight, RJ. Yeah, I know a lot of four on four tonight, especially like in the first period. It was it was pretty front loaded too, um, but it was it was fun though. It was fun to watch. It was. And it's it is kind of nice. Also, like New Jersey is a team very much built for more 
time and space out there on the ice, whether it's four on four, three on three, whatever it is. They've got lots of high skill guys, speedy guys, right? Uh, and it's nice that the Kraken also have that. You don't feel like they're at a disadvantage when those situations arise, despite the fact that you're also thinking of them as this deep team with this good bottom six. Like that's not a normal combination you have. No, it's not. And I mean, it, they can play any way you want to play. And, um, you know, even at three on three, you know, just the options that they have. Dave Haxtell was talking about after the game, like how there are so many guys on his bench that that could have been out there. He said, oh, there are a lot of guys sitting on the bench that wanted to be out there that weren't. And there was a lot of that really could have that, you know, that, that yeah. kind of earned that with the game that they had. You know, they, they can play with anyone anyway. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, this is this is just a really good team. Uh, all right, want to finish? Want to finish with opinions of the reverse retro All Star jerseys here from Ty? <laughs> oh man, the, the the Red Glare podcast got our got our full opinions. Um, I, I think they're fine. Again, I was born in '95, so like the '94 All Star jersey nostalgia isn't a huge thing for me. Um, I, you know, the, the the colors are nice because at least they're not going with like the black and white you know, kind of boring look that, that, or just, you know, the kind of muted blue and red. So it's a little something different. I like that. Um, but, uh, you know, listen to the red glare for the full thing, but, uh, yeah, gotta, gotta look back to the future. I was gonna Exactly. That's, that's, that's my whole big pitch on the, on the red glare, this, this go around. Uh, I, I love the color scheme. I wish that we had four Jersey types, one for each division. That would be better. Yeah. I, I still wish that we had one that was primary blue, one that was primarily pink up top. That, yes. that would have been like instant buy for me. But um, otherwise, I mean, I, I like the Miami Vice colors. I'll, I'll go for it. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, no, that's Don better. Go. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you, everybody, for, for joining us for this Emerald City Hockey postgame live. Um, it was a fantastic win. What a roller coaster ride of a game. What a roller coaster night for, for me and ECH here as we're trying to get this thing going. But we made it all the way through. Power lasted. Knock on wood. Uh, got another big one coming up on Saturday against Colorado. That's going to be a really, really fun game before the little break we get for the Vancouver Canucks. So I'm going to have to spend a little bit of time next post-game live game planned for that Canucks game, I think, just a little bit. Uh, oh, lots, of, sure. lots of lots of talk about what the what the Kraken are going to need to work on on those couple days off there. Uh, but should be a good one. Can't wait for that game. Uh, and just everybody, like I said, celebrate. Open up the NHL app. Look at the standings page. Make sure you wake up tomorrow and look at the Seattle Kraken in first place in the Pacific Division. You'll get your day started off right, let me tell you. Can't wait to do it myself. All right, we'll see you all later, everybody. <laughs>